The Housewives of Wales. <laughs> it's not the Housewives of Wales. House Witches, yeah. <laughs> Hi everyone, the structure of this episode is a little bit different. So the topic of this um, episode is that we are talking about the rising signs. And so we're talking about the rising signs as a whole and talking about them very briefly and just little traits from each rising sign. This episode focuses on my rising sign, which is Aquarius, and Laura's rising sign, which is Scorpio. And then part two will be the rest of the rising signs. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the first part of the Rising Signs episodes. Hello everyone and welcome to the Real House Witches of South Hi. Wales. The Real, Real House, House Witches. Witches of South Wales. Real House Witches of Wales. I was too early then. <laughs> like immediately not that happening in Mercury Retrograde. <laughs> yeah, what well, is that still going on now? <laughs> Yeah, but hun, it's almost coming to an end. Feb 21st, Mercury Ret is not a thing anymore. Now, um, for our listeners, it's Friday the 19th of February. Normally, Laura and I record this in the day, but we are recording this at almost quarter past 8pm in the evening. And we are shook at how um, the time has changed on us and how we are recording this so late. Um, Maybe it's because we're now in Pisces season. And maybe like Pisces season is making us like explore the darkness. That leads on very nicely to Scorpio rising, which we'll talk about later. The whole darkness thing. Yes, we will. Because this episode is all about rising signs. In the last episode, we kind of talked about Aquarius and Leo only because um, I'm an Aquarius and uh, Laura is a Leo. And so we talked about how Aquarius and Leo are opposites, but they attract each other and they get on really well. Now, we have mentioned our rising signs in previous episodes, um, but we will talk about it more in depth here. But this episode is just going to be an overview of all the rising signs, what the rising sign is, and basically like a bit of an introduction into what each one means for people. So I guess the best place to go with is what the rising sign actually is so the rising sign is actually how you present yourself to the world um and laura what's your rising sign my rising sign is scorpio which you know like we said before we didn't really know about this whole rising sign moon sign birth chart thing until we started getting like more into astrology yeah i was it, it tells you a lot more about yourself because like we said last week about, you know, some people not relating to this. Um, people can find out that they relate more to their rising sign because it makes up quite a big part of who you are. It's about how people see you from the first impression and how, like, what your attitude is towards the world. So it's quite a, a big part of who you are. Not only does it influence... Um you know how you present yourself to the world um but your kind of whole chart is based mm. on this rising sign because it's also known as the ascendant so it's the when you've got your rising when you've got your birth chart in front of you you've got that wheel in front of you and on the left um hand side is the sign right on the right on the um cusp i suppose right on that first um bit of the circle and that's your ascendant um and then that's how from whatever that starts the rest of the houses will be in whatever follows after that 
learning about your rising sign is very important because it really does help you understand who you are and kind of you know like you said just now Laura you know you didn't necessarily 100% relate to being a Leo tell me when you found out about your Scorpio rising like how did you feel about that did that make complete sense to you were you like oh my god yes I am this bitch (laughs) well I thought when I saw the word Scorpio rising, I thought, oh, that's interesting because I didn't know much about Scorpio, but I think you have like this stereotypical impression. You know, if you don't know much about astrology, I think your first impression of Scorpio is, I think as a whole scorpion, you think of that as being like a bit evil and like nasty, like the dark side of the zodiac. Mm. So maybe Scorpios are a little bit misunderstood because they're seen you know, as being quite dark. But then when I read more into it, you find out it's not, you know, all about that. Like a Scorpio in itself is a water sign. So they're emotional, sensitive, interesting. Like I've, I've watched a lot of tic, like astrology TikTok videos and whenever they talk about Scorpio rising, they're really like excited about it. Like when they talk about it, they're like, oh my God, like you guys are like really interesting people. Because they say of how like mysterious they are, how like people are just like fascinated by them. So yeah, when I got more into it, I thought, oh, I, I think this is quite cool. I quite like the idea of Scorpio rising and Scorpios in general. When you think of a scorpion, you are kind of a bit like, oh, that's a scary thing. You know, it's poison, it's, it's evil. You know, you don't want to yeah. run into a scorpion sort of thing. What do you actually know about a scorpion? You know, you, the only thing you really know about a scorpion, unless you've literally studied it, the first thing you take from it and a general thing that you know about a scorpion is literally it's got a stinger, you know, and then it's kind of this sort of mysterious thing that you've never actually seen in real life. And, you know, it's that sort of thing. And it really does represent Scorpio because Scorpio, you know, they're right before Halloween. So they're right before Samhain when it's all quite mysterious and the veil is thinning mm-hmm. and you know we're, we're we're very much looking at death and darkness and all that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. Scorpio is a mystery Scorpio is dark you know it it's one of my favorite star signs I think because I think Scorpio is such a interesting sort of thing Scorpios like you say they're a water element um they're a fixed modality um and their keyword is transform which is kind of interesting when you think of it in that mystery side maybe you think you're about to get to know this scorpio but then they change and they're intense and they have deep emotions um but they're also kind of associated with a lot of like sexual activity Mm. and um transformative cycles of death and rebirth they're very strong-willed when you think of yourself as a person and the way you come across to people do you think that that scorpio element does shine through has anyone ever said to you oh you you don't like appear like a leo yeah i think when you put your sun and the rising together, I think for me, it makes perfect sense because you've got Leo and Scorpio and you're like, hang on, that's completely different. How does this work? When you realise like what they represent, actually, for me, it does make sense because if the rising is people's first impression of you, then people's first impression of me is quiet, shy, introvert, which is what Scorpios are. I assume that your sun is what people know when they get to know you. I'm known for like not having loads of friends and not being like really social, but having like a small group of really close friends that I'm like loyal to and close to over the years. 
when I'm with people I'm comfortable with, that's when maybe the Leo side can come out more because, you know, those people know me better and I'm not as like quiet around them. So it does make sense for me to be more of like a, a cautious, reserved Scorpio at first, when you first meet me. I was literally about to say that um, when you were talking about like loyalty and loyalty to those small friendship groups, I was about to say that's your Leo, you know, that is your Leo quality that you sometimes yeah. you don't have, but that is your Leo. Condition. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're a very loyal person, you know, I mean, we've been friends for years, you know, and you're always there sort of thing. Yeah, that is true. Because you are a Scorpio rising, I think that's kind of a good place to start with talking about rising signs and like a kind of brief overview of what each rising sign can mean. Mm. So let's start with Scorpio. I mean, I know technically we should probably start with Aries, seeing as that's the first in the wheel. But, you know, it's Mercury retrograde and we're not, you know, we're going to break the rules. My Aquarian nature is breaking the rules. You know, why not make everything so messy, you know, because we're in Mercury retrograde. Things don't have to make sense at the moment. Now, I'm referring from this from tarot.com and this is the information we've got. So um, there might be information that might not resonate or somewhere else it might say something different. But this is where I'm referring to for this little introduction to it um and as usual guys if you're listening you know we're still learning and if there are things that we've got wrong or have said wrong or things that we should have added or could add let us know we're always happy for that because we are here to learn from you and you to learn from us right oh right yeah sure Scorpio rising is a very strong world and proud person but they're intensely private and not easy to know well so immediately immediately this we see hun that you are intensely a private person you know when you first (laughs) immediately (laughs) you know you are one of these people that is quiet you know and and that that is private you know that's you kind of being there and you and then the next line says behind your quiet Mm. exterior lies a great deal of emotional depth sensitivity complexity and also fierce determination um and again you've got exactly that and maybe your fierce determination does relate to your leo as well maybe that's a kind of a good pairing um when you want something you go after it rather quietly but insistently and wholeheartedly and you usually get it you are not a person who lives lightly or superficially you want to live passionately and intensely and are not averse to challenge danger or to the face in the dark side of life right and that is not you because you you don't put yourself in any sort of danger your Scorpio rising helps you function well in crisis situations and even seeks them out for you enjoy the feeling of living at full capacity. Would you agree with that, hun? Um, well, what you just said then about, um, oh, you know, that's not you. Um, I can't wait to talk about the moon sign because I think the moon sign will definitely like explain it quite well as a whole. Like everything, like, leads to another like all three of my uh rising moon and sun all come together quite well so i think um when you're saying about oh you don't want to like be adventurous and like you know do things out your comfort zone i think that's when the moon my moon sign will explain it (laughs) so even though this isn't an episode about the moon sign and we're going to do an episode on the moon signs briefly tell us what your moon sign is Uh, i'm a taurus moon Mm. which again you know briefly before we like go into it it means like um calm comfort stability basically which is you yeah definitely i think there will be quite a lot to talk about that 
when we get to moon signs. Um, also, though, what I liked about the Scorpio rising, because I'm, I'm really into it now, the whole Scorpio rising thing. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm feeling my Scorpio rising fantasy. I liked um, when you read about, you know, what they're like. I can relate to what they say about just wanting, like, to have deep conversations with people. I read something that Scorpio risings and Scorpios in general don't like small talk. They prefer to have, like, a meaningful conversation with person. I've always found myself like that. And they say that they can like read people and they have such a strong intuition. They can like just tell what person is like. And again, I, I always feel like I can tell when somebody's in a bad mood, I can like pick up on things. So I, I relate I relate to that as well. Literally the what next line sense. on this yeah. website, on the tarot.com website is, a Scorpio rising is very intuitive about other people and especially about their unspoken feelings and hidden motives. So yeah, that is why you will pick up on things and you can kind of understand things and read things. Mm. And again, that kind of relates into yeah. that being quiet. You're quiet because you're working people out, you're working situations out. You can, you usually have strong immediate gut reactions, either positive or negative. You approach life very instinctively and are not always fully conscious of why you feel or act as you do. And this is true for you, this next bit. You also have a very strong affinity with animals, um, an acute sense of sensitivity and a nonverbal kind of report with them. And then in relation to others, you are cautious, sometimes suspicious, until you get to know and trust them. And again, you said that earlier, that is what you have. And then when you do get to know people, you are intensely loyal. And I think that's heightened with you because of your Leo son. Yeah, definitely. I relate to a lot of that. For me, my um, sun sign is Aquarius, but my um, rising sign is also Aquarius. So I remember when I first found out about my birth chart and when I found out that there was the big three, so the big three being your sun sign, your moon sign and your rising slash ascendant sign. Um, I'm, I was thinking, oh my God, I can't wait to find out what my three are. Like I was thinking, oh my God, maybe I'm a Leo, maybe I'm a Sagittarius, you know, you know, all these sort of things went through my head. So I did my birth chart and found out and it said Aquarius sun, Aquarius rising and a Leo moon. And I was like, oh, is this wrong? Like, is, is uh, can you have a sun and a rising in the yeah. same? But you can, you can have the sun and rising the same thing and um going back to what i was saying earlier where like i always kind of felt like an aquarius was because when i looked at my whole chart it's mainly fire i have a lot of fire but i do have a lot of aquarian energy um so my sort of way i present mm -hmm. myself is of an aquarius nature because it's my rising sign yeah well you, you can have people that's got a triple sign like katie perry is a triple scorpio so there are some people that have like you know, one, two, three, exactly the same. If you found out you were like Aquarius sun rising and moon, would you be a bit disappointed? Like, oh, I, I thought it would be more complex than that. Or would you, or would it make you feel more like at ease? Because I, I feel like I like being a mixture of different things. It's just more interesting, but that's just, that's just me. <laughs> Yeah, I do like having a Leo moon. I, I like that placement. I like where my moon is. I like mm -hmm. that. And I think initially, if I were to look at my birth chart and find out that all of my three was an Aquarius, I would have been like, oh, okay. Like I would have, I would have liked it because I would have been like, okay, Aquarius, Aquarius, Aquarius makes complete sense. I get that. Mm -hmm. But then I would have been a bit like, oh, right. Okay. Well, 
you know, where's the variation? <laughs> um, I would have liked, and I'm glad that there is variation. I know I've got a lot of, yeah, where's the variety? Yeah, I know I've got a lot of Aquarius energy, but it is broken up with these sort of fire signs. And I like that. I like my chart. I like where all my placements are. So yeah, yeah. I don't think I would have been, I would have been disappointed, but not like disappointed. I would have been like, okay, that is what it is. And then I would have embraced it. So it would have just made sense to me. I, I would have just been a bit like, uh, yeah, I, I could see that coming. Predictability. I would have saw that as predictability. But we're not there. You know, that, that isn't what happened. I had two Aquarius and one Leo. And I'm happy with that. You know, I don't mind that at all. I'm going to read out the Aquarius rising sign. And it's always weird when you're kind of reading out something that's supposed to relate to yourself. So I'll read stuff out and we can talk whether or not you see that from me. And I can kind of um, talk about if I see that in myself mm-hmm. um, and that sort of stuff. Um, so an Aquarius rising sign, um, they are forward looking and progressive. They are a person who supports change, innovation and human advancement. And they are often strongly committed to a humanitarian cause or social improvement. They can be extremely aware of the interconnection and interdependence of all people and are always relating personal issues to some larger framework. You see the political or social ramifications of personal actions, personal, personal actions, and you wish to contribute something of value to the world or at least to your community or group. So talking about that, you know, Aquarius are the people who kind of rebel, they change, they want things to be better. They want to make the world better, make situations better. And talking about that sort of little paragraph from tarot.com, you know, what do you think about that? Do you see that mm-hmm. from me? Do you, what, like, what do you make of that? I do, you know, the whole humanitarian thing, but I think, I think I mentioned in the last episode um, briefly about how a Leo rising would make sense for you as well. But like, it makes sense for you to have Leo in this somewhere. And obviously for you, it's the moon. Because the moon is the emotions, maybe you have like a secret like Leo fantasy that you don't show, but you still show the Aquarius because that's your rising. So you must be more of an Aquarius than a Leo. If you were a Leo rising, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that would make sense as well. But then it does make sense for you to have two in Aquarius because, you know, you are just a typical Aquarius, like all the creativity, um, progression and ideas and thoughts. Uh, so yeah, it, it does make sense, I think. My Aquarius rising sign, there are bits I can take from it and bits I don't quite agree with. And again, that's why we have a whole birth chart and that's why some things won't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think I'm a forward-looking, progressive person. You know, I, I'm all for, you know, people changing and mm-hmm. changing the game and being themselves and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I would say that I am committed to humanitarian causes or social improvement you know I might not be there shouting from the rooftop sort of thing which again is kind of this image that people portray of Aquarius that they're going out protesting and they're they're out there front line you know and that sort of stuff which I don't do but that's partly because of the job I do um but also just because yeah. I'm not quite there yet in my life but there are things you know that I've, I've, I donate to animal charities and things that I want to change in that sort of sense you know and I think that kind of a lot of people have that anyway you know political wise like yeah I do have political thoughts but I can't stand p- politics because it just gets on my nerves um and again I can't really shout about those because of my job um so yeah. 
But what I do agree with in that first paragraph is the contribution is something of value to the world. That is kind of my Leo energy. You know, I, I, what I want to bring to the yeah. world is like leave a legacy and put something of value into the world, change a game a little bit, you know, and be somebody. I want to be somebody for something. You know, I want to have made a change or at least done something, you know, and have that platform to do something. So I think that's where my Leo and Aquarius energy goes quite nicely together. But later on um, from tarot.com, it says, because of your Aquarius rising, the ideals of equality, fairness, human rights, brotherhood, and social justice color your whole outlook and approach to life. You are truly interested in the good of the whole and not only your own personal well-being. Um, and this next bit I do agree with. So sometimes you may overlook or ignore your own and others' personal needs, desires, and feelings, especially if they do not conform to your ideals of how one should feel or act. Though you have little patience for conservative narrow-mindedness, you, you yourself are sometimes dogmatic about your beliefs and ideologies. That's because Aquarius is such a fixed sign. Um, so fixed meaning that they, they believe something, they have something and they want to do it their way. And that, that's kind of, they're stubborn, you know, and because I've got so much Aquarian energy and I, my whole chart is very much a fixed chart. You know, I do have some other charts, but a lot of signs are my fixed signs. I, I can be stubborn, you know, and I can be like, this is my way or nobody else's way. But I, also I do overlook my own needs sometimes, you know, I, I work too much and I do too much and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think the type of Aquarius that you are, like you said, not so much the whole political humanitarian side but more as like the personal you know like what you do what you want to do I think that's where the Aquarius comes out and like you say that's where the Leo comes into it as well so you know having both of them together makes sense but also um when you talked about like impatience and being stubborn I think you do get impatient like with the things that you do when things go wrong I think you do get quite frustrated like when think you know when nothing goes perfectly so well i don't know if you think i i i think you know the stuff that you do um as soon as something goes wrong you're like um oh you know no i i can't do this and i'm like oh, like literally it's just one thing like it doesn't mean you can't do it so yeah i think that's like an example of the whole stubbornness and like impatience because you know I'm thinking in a bad way. No, but no, no. I, you I do know. do that sometimes. Yeah, I do. I do. That is literally yeah. like me all over. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Yeah, yeah I know. My apologies yeah. if I've ever annoyed you in that sense. <laughs> no, it's not annoying, but it's just something that I I've definitely noticed. It's like I don't know how much I can go into it. You know, give like specific examples, but say <laughs> it's like when you make the TikTok videos, like got all these candles nobody's buying them and it's like I can just tell like how annoyed you are <laughs> like it's not going right <laughs> yeah because in my head I've built this sort of like this is this and then this will happen and then this will happen yay <laughs> and then suddenly I've got something and then it's like that's happened I know. now it's not happened anymore and then what I thought was happening is not happening but then something else has happened that is not my plan <laughs> that is not what I want <laughs> yeah and then you move on to like another project and it's like okay so you've put that on hold are you gonna, are you gonna go back to it or like is this a new thing like and yeah that, that's like the typical Aquarius thing having all these like things on the go at the same time 
Yeah, it is. And this came up in my tarot reading. Um, I did like a tarot reading for my birthday mm-hmm. and um, we will get the tarot reader, his name's Josh, on the show because he was um, on the show, on the podcast, um, because he was very good. Um, I definitely would recommend him. Yeah, it basically came up exactly that, that I just take on things too much. And then I'm not, I, when I get bored of something or I procrastinate from something or like you say, something doesn't go right, so I move on to another thing. I substitute that with another project. So I'm always busy um, and I make myself busy sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I do agree with that. You haven't offended me, hun. Like I completely agree with that. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a bad thing, but I'm sure we can both agree with it. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I know. I know that's a, a part of of um, me. <laughs> this next bit, I I would like to <laughs> like to yeah. think is true. I I do agree with this next bit, and I would like to think is true. So tell me if it's not, but I hope it is. <laughs> um, so this next one says, on a personal level, an Aquarius rising is friendly and express a kind of impersonal goodwill towards others um they probably have many acquaintances but few really close friends and much of their closeness with others is based on sharing of common ideals and principles rather than on emotional ties um thanks to aquarius rising others see you as a good friend and comrade who is objective and fair if rather emotionally detached um Aquarius risings don't often show their emotions and may be unsure how to respond to others' emotional expression because they tend to be very um, rational. That paragraph like resonates quite a lot. Like I really do agree. Yeah, with that. do you agree with the whole emotionally detached thing? Because I, I, they do say about Aquarians being not showing emotion, or or they want to, but maybe they just like they can't show it. Like, do you relate to that being like? Yeah. I do. A bit I, yeah, I do. Um, and it's not it's not on purpose. Um, I've been told a few times that I come across as aloof, mm-hmm. um, and this people kind of like will tell me something, and I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. And but I in my head, I know that's an amazing thing, and I'm happy for that person, and that's a great situation. Like if it's a happy situation or whatever, like I know it's good, but I can't express that. And there's a part of me that feels awkward expressing that um and I try to get better at it but I do think it's just part of me when it comes to relationships but also when it just comes to like any sort of kind of exchange of emotions it makes me feel uncomfortable um like Aquarians aren't robotic we have emotions but we just don't really know how to express that sort of stuff I know the moon is part of um your emotions that is your emotional side but because of my strong Aquarian energy I do think it is me kind of that kind of overpowers my Leo a little bit. I, I can be quite detached to the point where like sometimes people think that I'm not interested in them or I don't care about them or don't care about this situation or anything. When I do, I just don't really, it makes me feel awkward. I don't really like to kind of get into that. And also because as well, Aquarians, they're always kind of, their physical form is here, but their mind is just elsewhere. You know, the amount of, like, the amount of times James is telling me off for walking past all, all the dishes or the laundry or whatever and I'm like yeah but I'm not here <laughs> my mind's elsewhere <laughs> well <that's deep. laughs> yeah maybe I don't know maybe like taking compliments is hard but then I'm sure lots of people find it hard to respond to compliments like we all get shy when we got when we get complimented that's probably not just an Aquarian thing um but yeah like I yeah you do show emotion but people just show it in different ways maybe it's like they say Gemini's like have like two sides, like they want to show their like fun side, 
but then they have like a really dark side as well. Yeah, that just made, made me think of Gemini for some reason. We'll go on to Gemini next, but I'll quickly finish off with the Aquarian rising. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says that the final paragraph says, mm-hmm. um, Aquarius rising are very independent and refuse to be possessed by any individual. They are not comfortable with traditional sexual roles and, and are inclined to have liberated views about gender roles, marriage, relationships, and the sharing of child rearing responsibilities. They need to have a life outside of the personal domestic sphere and to be involved with people on a broader scale. Um, When you have Aquarius rising, the nurturing of family ties or of close, deep personal relationships may take a backseat to your work or public social activities. And again, that is like me all over. (laughs) It probably is, yeah. Um, But going back to the whole um, humanitarian thing, um, you know, we were saying that you, you don't really show your views in that way, but sometimes you actually do because, like, you love a good Britney Spears debate. Like, you love to educate the children on Britney Spears. So, if it's something that you you really care about, then yeah, you can be quite like, um, what's the word, like, educational in that way. Yeah, and that is also my Jupiter Sagittarius placement um, in my ninth house. The ninth house of education is where Jupiter thrives. Jupiter thrives on education so that is also that part of that placement um but also kind of this you know this is kind of me putting stuff out here you know and sharing that sort of stuff and um yeah there's lots i agree with in that you know sexual roles gender roles marriage relationships you know all of that sort of stuff kind of like a taboo sort of subject like like guys like it's all all it happens it's all part of us you know let's stop with the whole prudishness you know like it's just there's lots of that that i see and i agree with and i definitely 100 percent agree with that final line of um the nurturing of family ties or of relationships may take a backseat to your work or public social activities 100 percent agree with that like yeah and again i think that's kind of where my aloofness comes from because it kind of looks like i'm focused on the material things and the other mm-hmm. things instead of the actual personal things um so it's very interesting i really do yeah. i agree with the rising sign as well you are close to your family but like you say like you you wouldn't have hesitation you know just to sort of drift away a little bit but it doesn't mean that you're not close to your family because i'm sure you are but you are happy to do your own thing as well yeah 100 percent, definitely very close to the family but yeah my own independent person you know in anything you know that that's just what i agree with and i'm part of thanks everyone for listening as usual please go ahead and share please let everybody know about this podcast and please tell your friends to come and check us out any review on uh, apple music or apple itunes will be much appreciated i really hope you enjoyed this episode of aquarius and scorpio rising signs don't forget right now follow the next episode and you will get on to part two of the rising signs where we discuss all the rest of the rising signs because guess what there's a whole wheel of rising signs so um yeah again sit back relax and just move on to part two